All right, welcome to the Hiking Studies podcast. Um, this is Jacob, and um, I have got two ice packs on the side of my of each of my cheek, and um, yeah, I've got my wisdom teeth out, and they've given me some codeine painkillers, so I've felt a bit sore today. Popped a couple, and then um, I'm in a good mood. To say the least, I think. Doing alright. Just at home, chilling out. It's cold. I'm rugged up. We've been watching Lord of the Rings for the past two days. Because we watched The Hobbit, all three of The Hobbits before that. So I was like, fuck it, let's just do the whole thing. And um, and I did. It's Lord of the Rings. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Wisdom teeth kind of suck. Like, you kind of need your mouth for a lot of things. And doing a podcast is one. And so I thought, this is your only time that, like, you know, they, they gave me a bunch of these codeine pills. And um, they said, you know, do one, take two if you really have to. And so I took three. And um, just so that I'd be able to talk, really, into the microphone. And, um, and not be in pain. But it's not too bad. It's just my fucking cheeks are huge, man. I look like my baby photos. And I'm so fat as a baby, like unbelievably fat. So I just had these huge cheeks that just hung down. That's all I've got right now. Anyway, I fucking I woke up from the surgery, and like as soon as you wake up, you're like, like you've been sweet some weird dream. You wake up with like four doctors around you, and you're like, fuck. And I had something in my mouth, so I couldn't breathe. So I just reach into my mouth and just pull out fucking everything, like all these cod balls and everything. I thought I was choking. And they're like, no, no, calm down, calm down. And they just put a bunch more in. And um, and then I look across from me, and I'm just in a room with fucking... It's pretty weird. You're just like... You are passed out until the time that you you wake up. But in the meantime, everyone can can look at you. So all the other people that have woken up already from their surgeries are just waiting there. They're just staring at you, waiting for you to wake up. So you wake up, and you've got like these three or four random people just fucking staring at you. And they've all got, you know, eye patches or whatever. And then um, and then there's like two or three people who aren't even awake yet. And they're just fucking just completely passed out in the most unnatural looking way. And we're just waiting for them to wake up. And when they wake up, they just fucking scramble for whatever. <laughs> Fuck, imagine you had eye surgery and you just scramble for your eyes. Like, what can I not see? And you just rip out like all the bandages. Anyway, um, yeah, so I woke up. And then one of these dudes who was in, in one of the beds looking straight at me, I swear to fucking God, it took, I was on drugs for, so it took me a while to be able to see straight, but I was like 99% sure it was my teacher from uni who, um, who failed me. Oh, I fucking hated this dude. This dude was so brutal. He was just a mean bloke. It's like, I was in this, um, uni course and I had to get a hundred percent to pass like the whole year. You had to get 100% everything to pass. If you got below that, you wouldn't make it to the next year. It was building design, learning how to be like a drafts person um, for building sites. And this guy was just such a dog. He was so strict. But he wouldn't give me back my results until the end of the year. So you didn't know if you failed in the first week. You had to wait until the end of the year, pay all your fucking money and do the two years of like pretty much full-time learning like you're there five days a week eight hours a day it was full-time school 
and you didn't know until the end if you felt. Obviously, I've never gotten interested in anything. Obviously, I fucking felt pretty felt straight away. I'm sorry if my words are mumbling and jumbling. I've got two huge fucking cheeks. All right, cop it. <sighs> um, so yeah, this guy was a prick and just definitely failed me in the first like four weeks, but never told me about it until the end of the year. So it was just a fucking scam, really. And I just did not like this guy. And I swear to God, the guy looking across from me was the same dude. And then I was so sure. And then um, a nurse like went over and like said his name. I was like, holy shit, I actually think that was his name. So I'm you know, thinking... Like, I'm fully sure it's this dude, and he's staring at me, and I'm fucking staring at him back, but my eyes going cross-eyed. And, um, and then we're waiting in the same room, like, an hour later, waiting for, you know, my mum to come pick me up, and his wife or whatever, and he's, and then I realised it's not him, so. Goes to show, when on drugs, never be too sure. Yeah, and that is my story. <laughs> that is a shocking story. Hello. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I've pretty much been home for the past couple of days, just uh surviving off jelly, ice cream, um Vic got home from work last night and I just fucking forced her back in the car. I'm like, let's go, we're going to Coles. I went there and I bought two Belgian lava, Belgian chocolate lava cakes in the frozen section of Coles. It's vanilla ice cream and uh, two packets of cream caramel, so $5. Way too cheap to put some uh, dairy fucking dessert to trust a dairy dessert to put in your tummy, but I did it anyway. Had to be done. Had to be done. I've been eating soup for too long. I mean, you know, it's only there's only one time really where you're gonna have to eat soft foods. So you just you got to make the most of it and just smash down as many Belgian waffle, but Belgian chocolate lava cakes as you can. I don't know. That's everything that makes sense. But yeah, I've been just chilling out and then. I've been watching all the politics, so you don't have to, I think. That's been my job. I've been home, and every time there's been, like, a debate between some, you know, the two treasurers, Josh Frydenberg and Jim Chalmers, or um, Peter Dutton and whoever the defence dude is for Labour, I've been watching those um, debates. And, dude, oh, my God. Like, the... Labour people are actually inspiring to listen to. Like, you actually learn from them. When they speak, you're like, you learn something every time they speak. Every sentence they say, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Oh, okay. So that's how that works. The Liberals have got to be the shittest cunts who have ever lived in Australia. The shittest Australians have all bunched up together into one group of wankers and... All they do is just like, oh, imagine being like Peter Dutton. Imagine how dark your world would be. Oh, you'd be oh, anyway, I hate these people so much. I've just been home watching these debates, and the Labour dudes are smashing him. But then the reporters are just, 
so weak, man. There's not many reporters out there. There's not many media channels that are not backing the Liberals. And it's because... Well, it's because there's a media monopoly. Fucking Murdoch owns pretty much everything. And then Peter Costello owns Channel 9 and Fairfax, which is The Age and Sydney Morning Herald and all that sort of stuff. So you've got Peter Costello, who's an ex-Liberal, or Murdoch, who is the empire of the Liberals. The empire? The emperor. Sorry. Maybe I shouldn't speak directly into the internet while I'm on codeine and painkillers. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. That's all I've got to say to you. So, yeah, we pretty much all got the flu straight after um, in Ivanica. So, went from a festival, recovering from the festival, and I feel like I recovered pretty well. I was, like, in pretty good health for most of the week. And then the flu got me, and it got us one by one. And, um, and the flu was shit. <laughs> it's still pretty shit. It, um, it was pretty much everything that I expected COVID was going to be. And, um, yeah, and I'm still coughing from it. I've still got phlegm building up deep in my lungs. So I've got to get out every now and again. It's fucked. I've got long flu. It's like the long effects of flu. Um, so yeah, you don't want that. Just heads up. But in Ivanica, it was very, very fun. Had some, a lot of good stories that came out of that. Um, yeah, ben managed to steal the V for Inavanica twice. He went solid the first time and then brought it back to our cart when we were all dancing. And he was all proud of it. And then he fucked off for a bit and I realised that it was just us. He had left us with the V of Inavanica. And I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> and everyone thinks that I'm the one that stole it because I'm looking after this fucking huge... V, wooden cutout V with like artistic drawings on it and stuff. Like the the V for Innervanica. And so I'm like, fuck this. So I grabbed it and I took it back and I thought, this, I hope this pisses Ben off because that is half of the amusement at Innervanica is just trying to piss Ben off in some way. And um, I went and put it back. <laughs> but then later on, he fully forgot that he stole the V. And so... Later, he like the music stopped and his old boy's like, "Fuck, I want to go on an adventure. I want to go on an adventure." I'm like, "Oh, go steal the V." I thought you were gonna go steal the V. It's like, "Fuck!" And he took Sam, and they went and stole the V again and brought it back, and then he was all happy. And then I told him that that was the second time he stole it, and he couldn't remember the first time. <laughs> he stole the V twice and couldn't remember doing it the first time. That's so funny. But now it's it's at my fucking house. He came over straight after the festival and then left it at my house. And so now I've got, I've got the V in my lounge room. So anyway, that was in Ivanica. What else was there to say about that? Not much. Good music. People were great. People were funny. When the crowd, when, when you overhear other people's conversations and they're funny conversations, you know they're good people. Um, but yeah, actually, on the Saturday, on the Sunday... So I can't remember. Yeah, the Saturday. Um, 
it was a great day. Everything was perfect. Didn't have too much of anything. I just had, you know, a little bit of shrooms and a little bit of, you know, I was pretty much drinking most of the day, but I was having a great time. And then, and then like the, the sun falls and it's dark. And then this guy just comes on stage and starts fucking abusing everyone. So like, fuck you, you fucking capo dog. You with your fucking Air Maxes. You're the part of the problem. You're part of the system. Fuck you, you capo dog. I'm like, fuck, I'm sorry. Like, I look down wearing Air Maxes. I'm like, fuck. Sorry. They're from recycled materials, to be fair. So I have tried my hardest. But yeah, I know. And he just keeps yelling at me. I'm just like kind of tripping and it's just like, it just made it very negative. So I fuck Labor, fuck Liberal, fuck the two party system. I'm like, oh look man, I don't know if you're fucking helping anything here. You're just being a bit negative. Like, can you just yell out like peace and love? You to do. Like, I wouldn't get around that. I'd be like, yeah dude, preach. Preach dude, preach love, yeah. Capo dog. Fuck your shoes. Right. I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying my hardest. I am trying my hardest. I'm trying to be politically, you know, in tune, but also understanding that fucking, you know, you can't just, you know, print your own money. So I guess he was kind of funny. Like, I was trying to figure out if it was like a comedy show or not. But I guess it was just, it was, it was just like a big bogan. Um, with like long, like a long mullet, like, you know, Aussie bogan, but like really pissed off at the world and trying to do like slam poetry with like some really good music happening in the background. Like, to be fair, it was a good set. Like I enjoyed like the effort put into it, but oh, I don't know. The message was just like, bleh. you can't, you can't be that angry at the world and then just like yell at the world. <laughs> like. Fucking, it's like those cunts that pitch, oh, pick up the rubbish, put it in the trash. Like, I've never seen them get down on all fours and pick up some rubbish. Like, show us how it's done. Come around while we're dancing. Don't tell us to do it. Just, like, do it around us, and I feel like everyone will just kind of help anyway. You know, just do it. Mate, just people just fucking, you know, just grab a bloody microphone, and I reckon I could just fucking tell everyone what to do, you know? Fucking bullshit, man, honestly. Fucking anarchist dogs, I'm telling you what now, right now. Is he an anarchist? This dude yelling me at pitch. I feel like anarchists are like, um, what's the other one? Uh, liberalist? I don't know. It's one of those, like, you know, free ones. Like, no, no authority, no government. I guess that's anarchist, but some, I think there's another one. Liberal. Like proper liberal, like liberal, not the liberal party, complete opposite of that. Like free. Yeah, I bet you he was probably an anti vaxxer as well, actually. That would make a bit of sense. Anyhow, he's yelling at us, and then everyone, one by one, has a fucking anxiety attack throughout the night. Josh has his first anxiety attack. I'm having a fucking panic attack. Fucking. Tom Collier's having a panic attack. One by one, everyone just falls into this fucking crazy, like, oh my god. And, um, but then we all come out of it at the end. So it's pretty fun. But yeah. I don't know, just don't yell out abusive shit. So yeah, pretty much I did recover from the flu straight after that. And flu is shit. Is shit. The flu's, yeah, fuck the flu.
Um, and uh, strength of that and to get my wisdom teeth out. But now I promise, I promise that once my, I'm good from this, this, once I come back from this wisdom tooth situation, I'm starting yoga straight away, straight back into yoga. Oh, I fucking miss yoga so much. It's so hard to do yoga in the summer. It's too hot. You want to be cold and then walk into like a hot yoga room. It's like 40, it's like 33 degrees. You're like, oh yes. And you just sweat buckets. And then you, once you finish, you're like, you're sweating and you just like open the door and you're instantly like refreshed again. You want to be hot and then walk out into hot. So the cool's come back, which means the yoga mat comes back out, which means fucking pretty be- better mental health, I guess. I feel like my mental health has been pretty shit recently. But it's so weird, I'm getting like seasonal depression, but in the wrong seasons. Going into winter and I fucking cannot wait to get happy again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I've been happy, it's just been consistently happy and energetic, then that's hard. So I'm, I don't like have depression or anything, but it's just like, just trying to stay energetic. It's just tough at the moment. But I'm also had the flu and three festivals in a month and now have my wisdom teeth out. So, you know, you do the math, really. You do the math, really. Um, oh, I fucking, I, I recorded I'm sorry, this has been too many Dragon stories in a row, I understand. We should be getting other people on. I'm trying. I did. I put, I got my grandpa on, my French grandpa, Jean-Claude. He came on, and I I only saw him like a couple of days while he was here. But um, I managed to squeeze in, like throw him into a room, and then pull out the microphone, set up the microphones quickly, link it up to, my, to the computer, did a whole thing. And then, fuck, I realized that... I'm pretty sure that the recording stopped coming out of my microphone and my laptop just started recording it on its own, like, microphone on the laptop. It's a real shit. Ah, I'm really not good at technology. So right now, I'm like, I don't even have headphones. Like, I've had to borrow Josh, Josh Siegel's headphones for this. I've had to sneak into his room and find some headphones. But, like, I'm just getting, like, all the cords and stuff. I don't know, man. My brain doesn't work like this. And um, I realized that there's a cut in one of the cords in the cord that links up the interface to the laptop. And when that's not in the right position, the cord doesn't communicate correctly. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a lot I disconnected from the, uh, the microphones. And, um, and, now, and then I recorded from my laptop. So I don't think I'm going to release that one with my grandpa, which is a shame. Because, um, actually, you know what? I, re- I reckon we can do a better one. I'm seeing him in July. I'm pretty sure. My um, my uncle from Fran- from Wales is coming over to Perth in July. So I think I'm going to go over. I'll, fuck it. I'll bring some microphones. Why not? You can't stop me. May as well. And then I'll redo it. But, yeah, he pretty much just... I, I said, how you doing? In French. Whatever. And then he just went on a rant for like 20 minutes about his whole life, starting from birth, like where he grew up and blah, blah, It's pretty funny. I didn't ask him any questions. He just thought, oh, microphone in front of me, I've just got to tell him about my whole life. And, um, but he wasn't as um, uh, 
as free. It's kind of restricted in the way that he was talking. So I'm going to try to like loosen him up for in July and try to do it again. And we'll just, we'll just try to have a chat about our day instead of like our whole life. Because we can do that. I don't know. I feel like I feel like you, you get the real him when we just talk about our day, and uh, it's more genuine. He's a really, really, really fucking funny bloke. It's actually hilarious. He inspires me in the way that he communicates to people because he's just like so animated, and he doesn't even speak English, and he's forgotten how to speak French. So, fucking language does he speak? Who knows? So anyway, July we'll have one with him. And then um, I'm going to try to get Steve on Ortez again this week. Do some more podcasting. My mouth is better. I think I'm going to go now, though. My cheeks are swe- swelling up. <sighs> Actually, you know what? I think it's time for another fucking codeine. It's been six hours. You're supposed to wait six hours, so I've done my weight. And, oh, dude, all I, I just want to smash codeine and watch the footy. It's so weird, but, like, every time I'm, like... The painkillers kick in. All I want is to watch, like, footy. <laughs> it's so weird. First year's Carlton. It's, like, sort of doing well in my whole life. And I am so hooked onto it. I'm listening to Carlton podcasts now. Dude, like, I tried playing footy once when I was, like, 12. And I went to some training session. And... They started, they gave me a nickname in the first three seconds of being there. Like I dropped a mark or something. And then my name for the for the rest of the session was Curly. I was like, fuck, like my name's Jacob. <laughs> like I didn't like the nickname. I was like, nah, I don't, I'm Curly. Like I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do Curly forever. Like being called Frenchy or something is cool. Like I kind of like that. But... I didn't like curly, and so I never went back to training. So that was me. I was that, that was my footy career over. I couldn't I couldn't take the sledging. <laughs> curly was just too much for little Jacob. And um, yeah. So I, sh- I showed them bullies, and I never went back. <laughs> I stayed with the uh, with the wogs. I played soccer because the wogs are just easier to cop their bullying. Like, but you're fucking dickhead the what? You know, just like uh no? And they're like, oh, fucking got me. I could come back. It's a bit easier with the Wogs. I feel like the Aussies are a little bit meaner. Maybe a little bit... <laughs> a bit brighter? I don't know. <laughs> anywho. 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 Horton, here's a who. Fuck, that's actually a good movie. Maybe I'll watch that. Alright. Catch.